This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Eliza Harvey. It's Thursday the 24th of February. In your Squiz today, the latest on Russia and Ukraine. The UK drops all COVID restrictions. Life after death. And the hunt for just the right chicken. This is your Squiz today. There's no bigger story in the news right now than what's happening in Ukraine, especially since Russia sent troops over the border. We're going to keep things simple or as simple as we can with two key themes it's important to keep an eye on. The first is that sanctions from Western nations against Russia came in thick and fast yesterday. And the second is really the question about whether Russia will launch a fully fledged war on Ukraine. Eliza, let's cover off the first, sanctions. All right. So sanctions broadly are the punishments that are imposed on countries when they've done the wrong thing. And in Russia's case, it's been accused of breaching international law. When it comes to the sanctions being imposed by the US, Europe, the UK and Australia, they're really targeted. So the aim is to cut off Russia's government from Western financing, which they do rely on. That means cutting off Russian banks and halting the certification of this big gas pipeline into Germany. We discussed that yesterday. That's called the Nord Stream 2 project. These sanctions are directed at the Russian elite. They're not going to be able to travel to the West or move their money outside the country. The West has stopped short of applying the most severe penalties that have been talked about in recent weeks. And that's because we're getting back to that second theme or question really about whether Russia will launch a fully fledged war on Ukraine. It's a possibility that's definitely top of mind for US President Joe Biden. He's of the belief that recent actions from Russia are really only the beginning. Right. Well, he's been pretty explicit about that, hasn't he? And it's not just Biden. There's been grave warnings from the British and the European leaders. And now that the tanks have rolled over the border into those eastern regions, it could be part of a bigger invasion, perhaps even pushing further west towards the capital. European leaders will hold an emergency summit later today about what to do next. But overnight, US officials at the UN said a full-scale invasion, should it occur, could result in the displacement of up to 5 million people. As for what's happening in Ukraine, they're moving to impose a state of emergency across the country. That will mean authorities can put a curfew in place and stop big public gatherings. They'll also be able to stop military reservists leaving the country. It's all a lot. We've dived into the situation again for this week's shortcut because if ever there was a situation that needed context and background, it's this one. You and Claire cover off more specifically around what NATO has to do with the current situation. Well, Putin has made it all about NATO, and that's the Western military alliance that we talk about all the time. Putin says that it's pushing east and effectively goading Russia into war, which, of course, NATO rejects. So Putin wants a written guarantee from NATO that they won't actually include Ukraine into their group. Now, NATO says that they won't be bullied or told what to do by Russia. So Claire and I take a look at NATO, why it was established, how it works and how it's going to navigate this crisis. That's on top of the one we did two weeks ago on Russia and Ukraine. So if you search for Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app, they're both there. I will pop links to them in your episode notes, though, to make them easy to find if you need. 
Back home now, the weather is a bit of all sorts at the moment. There are heat waves in the west and unstable and stormy conditions in the east. Tragic news out of Queensland yesterday with a 60-year-old woman dying in her car and a dozen people trapped in floodwaters. Some big storms and big rain there, Eliza. More than 400 millimetres of rain fell in the last couple of days and that was in that already sort of sodden region around Gympie. It's almost three months of their average rainfall. Really hard to wrap your head around that. Mm. There's more rain on the way for a big chunk of the state. That's from Maryborough to the Gold Coast, west of Toowoomba, so a big chunk of Queensland. And the rains actually come further south to the northern New South Wales coast all the way down to Sydney. So much rain, parts of the city receiving a month's worth of rain in a day. It's just been so wet. The stormy weather is set to continue. It'll hit up north as well, so keep your umbrella handy. New data from the Bureau of Stats shows that wage growth is happening at the fastest pace in three years and that the base pay rate has gone up 2.3% in 2021. That's all good news, Eliza, except for the fact that inflation has gone up 3.5%, so not quite keeping pace. No, and like all things economic, all the factors have to be weighed up together. The bottom line is that real wages are still falling, even though that headline news is quite positive. That's because of the inflation that you mentioned. Consumer prices rose 3.5% last year, so the price of basics are going up in our supermarket shelves. We know that petrol is super expensive at the moment. So baseline rate's positive, but the RBA still wants to see wages go up so people actually have more money in their wallets at the end of the day. Economists are predicting more wage growth this year due to a few factors like lower unemployment, as well as workers who are switching jobs and then taking advantage of a greater bargaining power to increase their wages. It feels like it's been a while since we've had a COVID news story. Starting in Hong Kong for a moment here, Eliza, the government there has ordered that every single one of its 7.5 million residents have to do compulsory COVID testing as they battle Omicron. That's a lot of swabs. Yeah, it really is because Hong Kongers are going to have to take three rounds of PCR tests at weekly intervals and then in between they've got to do rat tests. So it's a lot of testing, a lot of swabbing (laughs) and a lot of pressure on the testing infrastructure in Hong Kong. This new testing regime comes against the context of Beijing's COVID zero policy more broadly and those mainland Chinese policies being implemented on the island. At the other end of the scale, the UK is set to scrap all COVID restrictions. It's the first in the world to do so. So no isolation, no masks, of course, no lockdowns, no more free tests. If you have COVID, you're just meant to treat it like you have the flu. And that's how the UK plans to live with COVID. This story is really a fascinating one, Eliza. The question of what exactly happens when you die is one that crosses everyone's mind at some point. What do you see? What do you feel? Scientists are one teeny step closer after an 87-year-old man with epilepsy died of a heart attack while he was undergoing a brain scan. This is an incredible story. I've really lingered reading this one because it's about an 87-year-old man who died and in the 30 seconds before and after his final heartbeat, the scan picked up this brain activity that was linked to memory retrieval, meditation and dreaming. So the phrase that your life flashes before your eyes, well... It could possibly be be true. true. That's what the scientists at the University of Louisville who have studied this man's case are looking at. Uh, It's the first time 
the brain activity has actually been recorded during the point of death. And obviously still a lot of work to go yet, but a lot of food for thought there. A bit of food for thought, yeah. Life flashes before your eyes or your brain might enter a peaceful dreamlike state. They're not certain. More studies need to be done on the matter, but it is, uh, it is of course, pretty difficult to, uh, to, to have these circumstances all come together for those kinds of studies. Regardless, it's an interesting topic for your Slack channel or your water cooler convo today. If that story, though, doesn't do it for your small talk, this one might. There's a wedding celebrant in Moreton Bay who is going above and beyond to fulfill her client's requests for a very specific type of chicken to walk the wedding rings down the aisle. So many questions here, Eliza. For a start, a chicken ring bearer. So many questions, but we do need some details to give a bit of context here. So the bride is South African. There's an old school tradition there that you need to pay a dowry. So the bride and groom had a bit of fun with it. She asked her husband to be, to give her a dowry and he bought the chook as the payment quotes. The thing is that chook turns out to be a bit crazy. That's their words, (laughs) not mine. They needed a stand in chicken and now they're in a panic because they've deputized the wedding celebrant to find it, which I think sounds a bit harsh and of course she needs to find a well-behaved one because it's going to carry the rings down the aisle which can't be easy it's not an easy job talk about going above and beyond (laughs) it's a very basic chicken apparently dirty white with the red wobbly bit at the top and yellow legs also not my words to describe that chook so if you know a chicken that matches that and it's well behaved uh it'll have its own buggy to go down the aisle in and you know you could save someone's wedding chicken ring bearers i'm not sure there's anywhere left for us to go after that have a good thursday and we will be back with you tomorrow a message now from our podcast partner hubble you know what it's like your friend recommends a great film or tv show and you're excited to check it out but suddenly realize you can't remember what she said it was that's where hubble spelt h-u-b-b-l comes in it brings your streaming apps and free-to-air tv together into a single experience you can easily search for your favorite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching you can also watch free-to-air tv with or without an aerial using the integrated tv guide so you always know what's on and where It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.